आई वी एम वेलकम टू एब्सोल्युटली राइट दिस इज योर होस्ट अदिति सुराना थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग मी ऑन टुडेज एपिसोड व्हिच इज अ फ्री फ्लोइंग कन्वर्सेशन बेस्ड ऑन ग्राफोलॉजी या आल्सो नोन एज हैंडराइटिंग एनालिसिस आई विल बी इंटरव्यूइंग आवर गेस्ट आयुष यमीन द कोहोस्ट ऑफ आईबीएमस पॉपुलर शो अगला स्टेशन अडल्टहुड बिसाइड्स बीइंग रिताशा राठौर्स पार्टनर इन क्राइम ऑन देयर बिलवेड पॉडकास्ट Ayushi works in her commodity based family business. Ayushi enjoys walking the line between the creative and business worlds. You may wonder what would you learn by listening to Ayushi's conversation about her own life? How would it help you? So here are some key takeaways from today's conversation. First, receiving feedback can be a tough thing for most of us. However, it's interesting to observe Ayushi who is willing to explore essential areas of her personality in spite of all the discomfort that she feels second we all form some opinion and definition of ourselves but some of these definitions can turn limiting as we change and grow ayushi and i discuss ways in which you can question these limiting and fixated ideas third one how the sense of feeling stuck is about feeling stagnant we feel these emotions when we do not grow internally or externally ayush will be joining us on the other side of this short break we will jump right in the action stay tuned hey everybody welcome to another amazing week on the ivm podcast network if you're not following us on social media please do we're ivm podcast on twitter facebook and instagram i'd like to thank our sponsors this week paytm money While we're still going through lockdown, let me recommend a few quick shows for you to listen to. Check out Uncle Please Said with Joel and Tashar. Really enjoy that show. They unpack some of the greater issues that we're facing, and I think you'll enjoy that. Also, do check out The Traveling Professor. That's a fun show that I think you're really going to enjoy as well. Fulia Bazi is a great show. It's a Hindi show about policy and things like that. They had a great episode last week. A close friend of mine from college, Joy Pal, was the guest. They talk about different social networks being used for different things. Very cool show. And uh, lastly, let me tell you about Simplified. Simplified. I did a live episode last week and uh we're making the first part of that available on their feed right now so do definitely check that out i'm sure you'll enjoy it and with that let's continue with your show hi ayushi hi how are you i'm doing very well how are you um it's okay currently a slight frustration levels are high because of the whole setup and how much it took us to get to this point but yeah i'm excited to be here <laughs> Yeah, it was. We we really needed a lot of struggle today before we could start this recording. So uh, I am really amused to look at your bio that that I received in the morning, and I have, we haven't met before. So I'm really curious to know about your interest. One in uh, uh, like completely technical space, and another one in completely creative. So what is it, and how did it begin? Well, first, I should just add that the bio that I sent you was something that I had to send to IBM way back when we started our show, Agla okay. Station Adulthood. You know, casual plug. Um, and we had to give something to I think one of the newspapers or something to start it. And I, I had I'd never written something about myself in like a promotional way. So this is what I came up with. I'm super embarrassed by it, but Sumit asked us like, "Okay, this is all I have on hand. Here you go." Um, 
for uh, answering your actual question, which is how did I get into both these spaces? Well, um, professionally, I've always been interested, uh, like, because I studied international relations, I was actually very interested in politics, to be very honest. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go into policy and perhaps even like, you know, speech writing and things like that was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I was very uh, inspired and idealistic as a kid growing up. Uh, then once you, you know, you start studying and you realize that this is obviously not what you thought it was going to be. Okay. And uh, I realized that instead of getting into policy, I would rather work in, I would rather work in a space where I could actually give back to a community in a more like productive way. And I really believe that um, I've always been interested in policy and because my family business has been in the commodity sector in like food, agriculture, commodities, grains and stuff like that. It was a easy shift for me because I still got to uh, deal in policy and see on a daily basis how a government uh, works and how it affects trade and how right. it affects different um, commodity like cycles world over. Mm-hmm. And I got to be part of my family business, which like legacy and all those things was very important to me. So this was a very interesting shift for me and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I I love my job. I love being able to work um, at a company where I actually have ownership because it makes me, I think those kind of things really inspire me to work harder because I, I have worked in, I, I used to work in an investment research company before. Yeah. I used to work in investment research before and it was very like, I'll go in, I'll do my job and then I'll leave. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't call me on a Sunday. But here because you're so much more invested, I think it makes you a better worker. At least for me, it makes me a better worker. And um, as for creatively with the podcast, that was just an accident, a really happy accident. Um, my co-host, Ritasha Rathor, she had come in to do an episode with Cyrus. And yeah. uh, she met Kavita at the time. And they were like, oh, we should, we should do something together. Let's work together. And Ritasha didn't want to do it alone. So she said, I just have one person in mind. Kavita said, I would like to try a whole bunch of people. But I went in as Ritasha's friend because we've been best friends our whole, like for honestly, like 10, 15, 10, 12 plus years now. And uh, we did one test pilot episode and Kavita was, she was like, no, this is it. I found the chemistry. I find the vibe perfect. And then that's I I must say this. We've just run with it. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I must say this. Kavita recently posted her favorite podcast and your podcast is one of her favorite podcasts that she looks up to and she, she loves listening to it. So, Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have a really good time um, doing it and I, I really enjoy uh, asking Kavita for her opinion because I feel like on this, like, because on our show, we call it Agla Station at adulthood right where the entire journey of adulthood is kind of compared to a train and each station is a different episode slash like life um, hurdle you might have to uh, get through and so every time we come up with an idea sometimes you run it by her and we're like you know when you're like a baby adult and you're trying to do this and she's always like yes I've been through that (laughs) I've been through that I can attest that that is definitely an adulthood problem so it's really nice uh, having her input in it and um, it's been great it's been really great. I'm having the best time doing it. Oh, how nice. 
So today we're going to speak about different aspects of your personality and I believe people who hear your show are very curious about uh who are these girls exactly what their perspective is what do they do and what do they think about who they are as people now we're going to dive deep in your personality but the show goes two ways the format of our conversation goes two ways one i would make some comments but more importantly i would like you to ask me questions about things that you're pondering about things that are important to you at this point in time so i can elaborate speak about it you know we can dive deeper so it's a both way thing so you know you're going to you're going to actually take the conversation wherever you would like to and i would i would follow along okay cool okay so do you have any question um i can i be very honest yes please like when <laughs> you know when um when you asked me to send this handwriting thing in my mind i was like this is shit like what is she going to be able to tell me about myself from the handwriting my handwriting changes morning to night my handwriting changes within one hour it becomes different when i'm writing in an exam the first page and the last page is like two dynamically different people so i hear you no matter how consistently i try to um write like when i was writing these 10 15 lines for you i was like okay just just write as naturally and as comfortably as you can but yeah. i was like this this is not this will not be the same writing 30 lines later right so i was like, so i genuinely had reservations in terms of like i don't know what you're going to be able to tell me that's whether it's going to be accurate or not because i have doubt on my own handwriting let's put it that way not so much on your like interpretation of things but more that i don't think mine is consistent <laughs> So I'm I'm so happy that you are saying this because I feel many a times when people hear about my work they're like this can't work and this is bullshit and I have heard this on my face I've heard this you know as comments on our work that we do it you know online social media so thank you for for saying it as is because I can address the question and we can really talk about whether it really works or if it works why it works okay so before I I get in and I talk about it. I'm going to just talk about certain behavioral traits that you have to set the context, and then I will come come and answer the question. Is that fine? Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is the way you can listen to people. You know, you come across as a talkative person, but you are highly observant. You keep observing minute details that that people. uh give away in their conversations in their uh you know pauses in the way they speak not what they speak but the way they speak but you because you you are so enthusiastic and you're always you know connecting to people they think you might not notice it and when they come back to you and when they give you some bullshit when they give you some excuse you have already seen through it but you rarely confront people so they are not even aware that you do it it is your way of communicating with people you just keep observing but after a few months after after a few weeks if i ask you what do you think about that person <laughs> <laughs> then you then you have this complete analytical way of expressing why you say what you say what are the points and what was your analysis based on these really really acute observations which You are a witch. <laughs> a sorcerer. 
That's the last thing I would hear. I hear but see that. This is fully black magic. You have gone through my phone or something. You are spying on me. Yeah, for last five years. Are you kidding? You got that from my writing? Yes, I don't know you otherwise, Ayushi. So only your writing. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like I, I don't know you. I literally have never even seen. Oh my god. Oh my god, tell me more. Now I'm hooked. I mean, okay. So if you are hooked, let me get to the answer and then I'll come to your further analysis. So basically, it doesn't matter whether you are writing regularly or not, whether your handwriting changes or not. Uh, handwriting is a snapshot of your brain, brain, pretty much your brain. So all the choices that we make, all the thoughts that we think constantly create chemical reactions in our brains. creating neuro pathways your handwriting is a snapshot of that that kind of map that we build by thinking different thoughts all the time now your handwriting changes yes it does and it must if it is representing you at some level because you are changing constantly so handwriting has three parts one is something that that changes constantly which means with your mood morning evening 30 lines it must change because as a person you are constantly thinking new thoughts second one is is kind of permanent but kind of because it changes after few months few years so your school writing was very different to your college writing till now so no it's not about practice it's about the changes that you're going through as a person and lastly yeah. some parts of writing never change so the one which i spoke about uh you know you being observant has been a consistent trait for you throughout so i would look at things which are permanent which are changing over a period of time and which are changing every single day and then make a comment so it is a study which is like psychology it is very closely associated with our behavioral patterns so there is no magic unfortunately there is there is nothing that i am kind of bringing and like knowing about you probably i would word it differently for every person that i think that is matter of like art because it is it's artistic to talk to every person and then you use different words different examples but the point that i'm making is very mathematical and writing works like with complete math and complete precision you look at uh, 3 mm uh, stroke formation and you say oh that end of it means this particular formation like that so what questions do witchcraft. you have now this is witchcraft <laughs> <laughs> okay what what questions do you have uh i don't even know what to ask you i feel scared now <laughs> tell me something like really deep and dark <laughs> um i think you are i think you are right about certain things which is why i'm obviously taken aback um observant is something that i i actually know this about myself because i really enjoy like one of my favorite pastimes is people watching Mm-hmm. like i love just to watch people and um in the sense like you know how some people don't like uh they don't like airports they don't like airplanes they don't like waiting in lines they don't like you know being in really crowded situations where you just have to sit around and do nothing i don't mind at all because i mean look i'm not saying that i like to stand in line endlessly for just for fun that's lame but no i hear you i i try to exactly make some sort of game thing. out of it in my Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, I, I, so I like it. 
and I love making like little stories about people in my head or I like to see people interacting with each other. Like I love seeing a family interact with them within themselves. It's, it's just endlessly fascinating to me um, because I think uh, in a way it, it's kind of like a little window into how I like to see it is that there's so many things that are consistently the same with families across the board. And then there yeah. are some things that are so, so unique. And I love to see which are the things that are exactly the same, whether it's my family or yours, or like, even if it's something, someone completely culturally different from you and then seeing stuff that really sets them apart. But this is just really interesting because I, I enjoy doing these things and I, I like it and I like to file it away in my mind for later and then kind of visit it or write about it or like make a joke or, and this kind of even goes into like, I love doing accents because okay, I love wow. picking up the weird things that people say in the weird way that they say it, which is why this is, this, this is weird. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy we began here. So please do some accents for us during the conversation, whenever you feel like. <laughs> now, um, one another aspect which I feel stands out when I when I look at your writing is your your clear intent. Anything and everything that you pick up, you have clear intent, and you do not pick it up. You do not begin the journey and listen until you do not have that clarity. Now that sometimes people wonder why are you taking so much of time to decide? It's such a small thing. Uh, why are you not you know following what other people should do? But you do take time. It is one of your things that you must do. <laughs> stop. I, I, stop. Just stop. Please stop. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. This is so weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm at like, you know, like a fair, like a like a fun fan that's like a someone with a magic ball telling you like oh you are like this you are like that but they're getting it right <laughs> i'm gonna give you a minute okay, to like go on, go on, go on. <laughs> okay uh, so so when we look at uh, that decision making pattern and that clarity that you bring to the table uh that you know it, it is really important for you that you operate from it it is very, very important for you to... So overall, every choice is decided by what you thought you wanted to do. Every specific idea is built carefully. And now, uh, you know, can I just step in? I'm just taking a moment to repeat the point because I'm like, I have a point to make here. So I was speaking about the clarity with which you function. So every task that you pick up, you have an end result in mind. And that end result matters to you a lot. Now, it's not that you would not make changes or you would not change your plans, but it's important that in your mind, even when things are going completely upside down and you don't have any clue, in your mind, you keep reaching out to the idea that you had to begin with. And that's how you deal with many, many problems. If whatever goes wrong, you're like, okay, but what I had in mind or where did we want to go when we began the journey? And that matters to your life. That's like your guiding, guiding star. That's how you, you function. So over to you. Now, uh, if you want to ask me specific questions about something that you're dealing with, we can really dive deep and we can solve it or I can build a different perspective altogether. The idea of keeping this conversation raw and open was also this. 
not hours, but overall the format is people generally struggle to speak about things that are bothering them. And when we discuss it, when you bring a point, they also start relating to their emotion, their journey, their struggles. And in the way I would probably bring in different perspective, they can resolve it indirectly. You know, sometimes when you watch a movie or hear a story, it's easier to find your own answer because you're not a part of it. You're literally playing you're playing a, an observer to the situation. So we are doing the same thing here. And that's the objective of, in a way, putting you in a spot without giving you a lot of information about what we're going to do so that it becomes raw and it remains real. So uh, I don't know if you've ever heard our show, um, but essentially the entire, uh, so the entire format is, is, you know, it's, it's a conversation between Natasha and I, but she takes a very casual, laid back um, approach to it where it's kind of like, okay, she's just going to go with the flow in the moment. Whereas I like to do a lot of research before looking at a topic. I'm like, how does this actually relate to our demographic or our natural human experience? Mm-hmm. And I like to find statistics and I'm not saying that, oh, I, file these statistics away and they're constantly in my head I wouldn't be able to pull everything off the top of my head right now for you if you were to ask but I like to look at a situation based on the numbers only because I think it brings credibility like I don't like to speak from a place of having no background in it I would rather in a conversation where I don't know anything and that's kind of like I think an evolution of mine like growing up in my maturing like when I was younger I was ready to have any conversation very feisty ready to go like just being like no you're wrong and this is xyz why whereas now having truly like taken that time to work on yourself yeah um I think something that I've started doing is kind of just keep quiet assess before you jump into a situation and um, I think that's why this kind of a format, while it's exciting and it's new and you're basically some sort of witch, um, <laughs> I like it, it is unnerving for me. Like it is unnerving because I don't really know where you're going to go with it. Right. And I don't know where you're allowed to go with it or what like your boundary is or you know, because I also don't know you. So it's a very weird thing to speak to someone so personally, having no connection with them, but then you seem to have a very incredibly nuanced insight into my life. Yeah. I and hear you. Like, this is not even an insulting way. This is just me like having that of course, conversation. Of course. Like it's, of course. It, for me as a person, this is like, it's not, this is not fun for me to like talk about myself in okay. this space so we can but yep. but I'm saying that what is um, comforting to me is that you've brought some sort of weird credibility to the conversation by being right about whatever you said so far okay so I will try I will okay. try to speak to you um, is there anything that you would like me to talk about in particular no, I think, see, I understand and I, I'm sensing this. I'm sensing that you are really shocked at this moment. I don't want to step into an area which you're not ready to talk about right now. So that's why I'm opening the conversation to you and whatever you think you would like to speak about, we can talk about it. We can we can really speak about general things because 
at the end we want to make sure that it brings value to you to our listeners and the conversation becomes meaningful then whichever way you think you can derive meaning even if you talk, want to talk about things you're curious about we can discuss that so there is no hard and fast rule i'm literally saying we are dancing and wherever you take this choreography i'm going to follow you so let's let's have that no boundary kind of conversation wherever you want to take it i'm up for it my least favorite kind of conversation the one <laughs> without boundaries um okay as a question mm-hmm. just out of curiosity yep when you when you look at like a sheet of paper with handwriting on it whoever's it is what's like the first thing that jumps out at you so i uh trained myself a lot as you said part of growing up initially i used to have this whole idea of i want to say the first thing that would make an impact and all of that eventually i realized that that's just really exciting but also immature way of functioning because at the end the session or the conversation is designed for the other person right. so you know every single session uh, even if i'm meeting the same person over and over again in my coaching scenario it's literally like a new conversation because you don't meet a, the same person again and again you all of us change right every day we are new people so i do not have any idea of what i'm going to speak about i literally take the sheet and the first thought that comes to my mind i speak that out loud and it's is very beautiful it's very it's very organic people say oh this is one of the toughest things you know most important thing for me how do you know why did you say this as the first thing like no clue why did i say it as the first thing but i think contrary to you i really love having no boundaries i love jumping in and figuring it out i think that's how i live my life or also i i do my sessions so i i look at the sheet and the first thing that catches my eye i speak about it and i believe also when my objective is to speak only those things that can help you then i am fully committed to do that service i'm not like thinking what i want to say that helps okay that's interesting i think like something that's always um it was a line in just a very random book that i was young fiction i'm pretty sure like many many years ago and in that uh this person was taking art classes or something like that and one line that always stuck with me was when the art teacher tells the student it's like you have to learn the rules before you break them and that's kind of stuck with me a lot to not just like professionally but even when it comes to relationships i as a person and i think perhaps perhaps okay maybe there is a slim possibility that this is not the best way to engage with people all the time because it does um like hamper my ability to uh because okay let's put it this way if i don't see any gain from it because to me the structure is already set i'm like okay but you're not fulfilling xyz xyz all these different little boxes that i've created for you to function within if i don't see any gain from it in like within the first 
for interaction. So within the first week, I'm kind of like, this is a waste of everyone's time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time because you don't fit in my, you, you don't fit in this at all. Whereas I can fully accept that as a, like as an adult, I know that that's not how the world works or how everyone works. Like there is a lot of fluidity in relationships and getting to know people and the whole, the beauty and the art of a relationship is this wonderful roller coaster journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I do struggle with that. And that's something that I'm working on, which I think something as silly as online dating really helps because you don't know anyone from Adam. Yep. Like the whole concept of the hinge or bumble. And it's like, because you have very limited information to work on, it really tests me in terms of like how much I can engage with a person not knowing them. And so if you um, imagine me, I cannot think of online dating because the first thing the person would ask me, oh, would you look at my handwriting? And if that happens, there is no use of online dating. It's like already knowing so much about the person. What's the point? Can you come with me on my <laughs> Or why don't you ask the person to send your hand yeah, yeah, yeah. writing? That would be easier. Yeah, you will have so much of information already. That's all that I want. the purpose. I know it defeats the purpose, but you know, I think what... I think what, what bothers me mainly about this whole like knowing and getting to know people is that in, in my life, I have good relationships, touch wood, like with my friends, with my family, with my sibling, with um, even my colleagues, I would say. I have a pretty solid relationship because I've, I've worked on it and I have allowed it to develop over a long period of time. And it's only because I've been able to give it so much time that I've been able to uh, sort of transcend or overcome that internal thing of this is taking too long to get to know a person. Right. It's because I've had that time. But I think the only reason I, I think what I'm trying to say is in this thing of getting to know someone with dating or in a relationship or like in this romantic sense, I don't like to give myself, give this person more time because in my mind, I feel like I've already filled up the bank of time. Like I'm like, I have spent enough time getting to know people. I have those people in my life. Like it's done. They're set. My, my, my little box of crayons is pretty much full. I have all the colors I like. I'm not really looking for anything so spectacularly new. I think what I keep looking for is like someone who will fit in with this box well and like just complete that set but perhaps that's not the best way to get to know someone I I do not know whether it's the best way to know or not or function or not but let me let me speak about something slightly different because your family provided such a clear sense of security such a clear sense of how they would love you and you have accepted that as the ideal scenario when it comes to relationships you really look for people who would fit the template. Now, the template is very, very clear. Now, should you break the template? We don't know because probably that works for you to have people who fit into the scenario. But a part of you that is really adventurous doesn't allow you to set, settle in with the templatized personality also. Yes. And this is where the contradiction yes. happens. So, you know, you could have really gone around meeting people in your so- social circle and people who fit that box and fit that crayon box clearly. 
but that is not what you feel excited about and this is where the challenge is so we cannot go one way or another we have to yes. constantly <laughs> we have to constantly keep in mind that you know i think you have this this conclusion about you and i would request you to question it at any point in time in the future by observing yourself in the scenario you think you like to play very safe but when i look at your handwriting i don't see that i don't see that person you're describing because the person but my handwriting I, is so like neat and standard like it's very like it's it's always been the same curly cursive like it's not it doesn't matter the handwriting like every handwriting uh, is analyzed based on 800 permutations and co- combinations there's not one stroke over another it's literally like there are minute pressure points and spacing between alphabets that that reveal information so what you are looking at is a gen, generic formation i'm looking at those micro movements of your writing strokes so coming to the point so when you feel that you are you're the safe playing person i think you do that when you're accountable to other people it matters to you that if you have said that you would deliver something that you deliver and you give your best shot that's that's your work ethic so that's your credibility as a person or as a professional but when it comes to your life and your relationship if given a choice do you cook by any chance yeah yeah I, I, and you do not it. yeah and you do not like your recipe to be exactly the same way every time you cook you want it to surprise you in a different way you want you want to follow a structure but at the same time you want to do something that would bring a different kind of flavor and you wonder what would Why? that be why <laughs> this is so weird i have to tell kavita i can't do this again i cannot do this episode i can never do this again with you like this is too much and this is a lockdown do you understand i have so much time now to think about this entire oh my god itself. oh my god but we can talk if that helps you we can talk even after the after the call so don't worry <laughs> no but i am enjoying this this is really cool like this is the first time i can we date because it seems oh. like you already know me <laughs> i think we should consider this is quarantine we are already online i have seen you i, li- I kind of like you let's do that <laughs> yes because i don't i won't have to tell you things about myself like i'll just write you letters and then you figure out <laughs> figure out more than this okay i'm in for it i like it <laughs> but so okay. the cooking thing right yes, like so when you when you when you want that you really want that even in your relationship you want that person to surprise you but at the same time you want to play it by the recipe so would you go and do something dramatically different no you wouldn't but you would do something different to to make it slightly different uh, bring that nuance bring something that you had not thought about and that's how you you keep the balance so remember this about yourself you know like many a times even for our listeners it's important that once we describe ourselves in a certain way we tend to believe this is who i am and we try to fit our life experiences in that framework that we have built about ourselves at some point it might not be something that you are today probably you were like this few years ago so it's important that we keep questioning who we are because one of my favorite uh, quotes that i keep talking about is your personality is only a sum total of everything that you have been everything that you have done everything that you have experienced till this moment it doesn't mean that this is who you will be in the future 
but it just gives you a reference point to look at the world from. And that is only a reference point that we are talking about, which is true right now. But as you would change, it would change. And because people keep repeating the same patterns, they constantly keep creating the same personality. This has been very interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. This is this is really cool. I I do think, however, your your best one was the first thing that you said, which is about like the observing. And because I'm not very confrontational, it can be like months or weeks before someone asks me something. And I'm like, that's not even who you are. That's a lie. Yeah. That, that one... I'm gonna file that away. I'm telling my mom about this. I'm gonna tell my mom. So I feel also I have this feeling, uh, Ayushi, that you're feeling this is scary because generally you're the one doing this. You are the one observing and reading between the lines, and now you're like, oh my god, who's this person? How can she read me? And how can she read between the lines? I hear you. Yeah, because I mean, I also feel like um, something that's happened over the last couple of years is because I'm um, a, a woman working in a fairly male-oriented industry. There's a lot of myself that now professionally I have to keep shutting off because I'm like, no, this is I don't want to show this part. I don't want. I only want to show like a very, um, like, for lack of a better word, like hardcore to the point, very cut and dry kind of a person. So when you don't show the other softer aspects of yourself on, on design, then the only people who know that are the ones that are already in your life. So I'm just surprised that someone who doesn't know me has been able to see something that I have tried over the last couple of years to hide, not like all the time, but at least professionally tone it down only because I need to get the the job done. Like I don't need to spend time analyzing. When I started working, I was 18 and a half. And by 25, I was coaching people who are really senior. And because, you know, the work became about accuracy and conversations, people gave me a chance to coach them. But they were like 45 year old people all the time. And when I was 26, I realized that a whole day, every week I'm speaking only to these old people. And I forgot that that young, enthusiastic person that I was. And I just started becoming this straight jacket, very, very clear yeah. like person in every walk of my life. So last two years have been difficult for you also because of this decision that you made. If you're going and doing, and I'm very happy you're doing the podcast because it allows you to be all crazy and then you go back and you just do what is required and yeah, you yeah, come yeah. back and you just again, you know, be the girl that you want to be and then you go back and again become the woman that you require to be very interesting thanks this has been really this has been eye-opening and um i'm now going to think 10 times before i write a sentence not because i'm going to know how to do it but just because i'm like oh what does my r mean (laughs) today (laughs) today (laughs) is there uh is, is there like other stuff to this or I, I I don't know I've never been on one of your episodes I don't know how long you guys do an episode or how much longer I can it depends on if you want to you want to speak about it if you have questions we can speak more no problem um I don't actually have questions I just want to know like more things about me from my handwriting okay. so if you if you ask me in a specific direction you know you ask me a question that you think this is true but I'm not fully clear that would help because then I know which 
boundary to cross and which I shouldn't be crossing. I understand this is not the easiest conversation, so I want okay. to make. No, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I can ask you a question. Okay, what do I think of myself that I don't know whether it's true or not? Okay, so I think that I have a lot of ideas, and I get like ambitious, and I get like um, I I want to do this, want to do that. I have this crazy idea. I have this idea, but then I have problem following through on a lot of these. things like I, I get excited with the project and then if it it isn't consistently exciting then I kind of let it just drop off and I'm scared that that's going to like hamper my actual professional life because I let it like I, I keep I put that little partition you know like this is the creative stuff this is like your professional stuff and I, I wish I had more conviction and try all the other thing but i think the minute i lose a little bit of interest in it i'm just like eh it's done the interest is gone so i'm very scared that that's going to like fall into my professional life when i have a project to deal with and if it doesn't excite me then i'm just going to give up on it and that's not how you can work like that's not life oh. so uh, first thing first i feel when you work you have very very high standards of how you would deliver something but your creative desires your creative interests are your outbursts of energy and you should understand this very very clearly now when you see the way you you've chosen your career you've made most of your choices it also comes from the fact that you love being intellectually stimulated you love walking into areas where nobody has gone you love going there and figuring out the best possible solution you love it and when when you don't have problems you create them you kind of find ways to to <laughs> yes yes oh my god i create more problems for myself than anyone else in my life yes so so you you understand this problem solving is your best friend now when you get excited about an idea you look at it and you say oh my god one more problem that i can solve and feel satisfied with now people solve problems also to make money also to move forward blah 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 they have many other motives your motive gets satisfied when you solve a problem many a times when you think about these creative projects you think about them and just solving the problem is satisfying enough i feel you shouldn't be judging yourself on everything i feel there are some things when you set out your priorities very very clear and you are a person like that your priorities are very very clear when when it comes to your work you you function in a certain manner you would uh, you not give excuses you would not tell people things that were really tough for you and because of which i couldn't do so not only excuses but real problems you would not bring it you resolve them you know beforehand and then you show up to work now with that kind of commitment i do not see your work getting hampered with your inconsistencies i feel your inconsistency is something where you should allow yourself to indulge a bit that is an independent area so for example have you met people who are in relationships a very very serious marriage or relationship but they also go around flirting with people because they love flirting they do not do that flirting as an exercise seriously they just compliment somebody they would just you know crack a joke here and there they just do it because they love that energy and then they go back and they're very clear about their priority about their family and the wife and the kids and all of that so literally that flirtatious attitude can become your playful game so look at it as a game don't make that as your project 
don't commit so there's a difference between exploring and committing and i think if you allow yourself to explore and say okay i'm going to explore and figure out but only when i'm convinced i will commit the very moment you say i commit to this you change you get into this completely work oriented professional mode but as till the point you don't commit to yourself you can flirt and you know explore any idea if you give yourself that permission or if you also add one more distinction between your work and play zone it will help you because you need this these are your breathers if you don't read for a few days it starts getting to you if you do not uh, do anything creative it starts draining you they are designed like that so i always feel our job is to optimize the design that we are already that's wild how did you know about the reading thing because somebody who is intellectually strong and constantly requires stimulation in a creative way uh, finds that to explore himself or herself it's not only about what you do so handwriting has taught me the patterns which is like blueprints but so many conversations with people have given me so many stories to connect to so when i look at your handwriting i also have so many references in my mind from the past where i found people like that and those people also followed similar traits then i have seen the nuances in them and for some reason it just kind of comes alive but i think this is like this in the entire thing that you said is also i have to um this just speak to my other trait that i know is that i get bored easily and it's because once it stops stimulating me at the same level i'm just not interested anymore mm-hmm. and i think like the thing that i need to work on is that like you need to carry on through that because that peak will come again and mm-hmm. like i'm always looking for just the peak i'm yep. not okay with the low but that's that's very but dangerous so, so i read this book uh, called the new alchemist not nothing to do with paulo coelho's alchemist is new alchemist and this author speaks about how mavericks mavericks kept on creating new learning curves and how their learning curve is is vertically steep instead of being horizontal and he said exactly what you're talking about he said they they did not they, they began the learning curve and they reached the maturity what you're saying the peak and they did not like the decline so before they could reach the peak and they started feeling now i'm going to get it they started all of them have created new learning curves at that point okay and then they continued to move forward we recently did uh, uh we recently did an episode called the learning curve or uh, un- don't flatten your learning curve is a, is a topic i'm just trying mm-hmm. to remember the episode is dedicated to see how do you learn i think it would be really interesting for you to explore that because yeah i think i'm learning and you love exploring but sometimes you don't know where you should stop and where you should pick your new learning curves and that's why i said you have to have adventurous life you cannot have this straight planned everything structured life i think you're trying to force yourself into that box i i have a feeling that you are that crayon which does not fit into this box to begin <laughs> i have turned my little analogy onto myself but thank you this has been very interesting this I'm this really so has this really I'm has so been and a bit almost disconcerting because <laughs> i mean from when you don't know me i don't know how many more times to say you don't know <laughs> but um this has been very accurate you should definitely do this episode with ritasha as well 
I must. I must. I'm curious now more than yeah. ever before. Yeah. I, I, I want to be on the session because <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to be like, Dash, dude, she knows. She knows. <laughs> Okay, I think this is very, very different than any other episode we did till now. You know, I feel we 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 never had somebody who was like, "Oh my God, stop it! Don't do this!" And it was so much fun to to look at the whole conversation like this. I'm so glad this happened. Thank you so lovely. much. This was a great opportunity. Thank you. Thanks, lovely, guys. Lovely, lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. This conversation was one of a kind. It was a delight to observe Ayushi's reactions. And of course, Ayushi and I considered dating each other. You never know what all can happen in one episode of Absolutely Right. Jokes apart, I'm keen to know what were your takeaways from today's episode. What action will you be taking today to improve something in your life? Do write to me on my Instagram account at Aditi Surana. Lockdown is not the easiest thing. We all are feeling insecure in this uncertain time. Let's discuss insecurity in this week's Friday episode. Let's find some effective and easy ways to deal with these uncontrollable emotions. Let's do it in a rational manner without suppressing these emotions. What questions do you have around the topic of insecurity? I will share ways for us to investigate our fears a bit more and ways to act upon things we require to with a calmer mind. Is it even possible? Yes, let's connect on Friday and explore more. Till then, happy writing! Beta, did you know 79% of all scientists in NASA are Indian only? Dekho, India mein tax sirf middle class bharti hai. Everyone is just enjoying free yaar. Aaj kal ke youngsters are only interested in partying and enjoying. Unko desh ki padi hi nahi hai. Beta, tum bas shadi kar lo. Uske baad to you can enjoy life like anything. I will tell you what this country needs. This country needs 15 years of dictatorship. That is the only, the only way to become a superpower. See the Chinese, how much they've progressed. Suno, tumne ye WhatsApp forward dekha. So what's common between all of these statements? They're all absolutely rubbish. Fake WhatsApp forwards that spread like wildfire. And statements that defy any logic. They are here to debunk them all. Where are family WhatsApp groups? Worst nightmare. Where what happens when you read a book? Basically, we're just a bunch of guys who want to cut through the bullshit of everyone saying this, how it won't be true. So that the next time someone confidently squeezes out some WhatsApp or Twitter BS, you can look them dead in the eye and go, Uncle... Please sit. So join me, Joel. And me, Tushar. Every Mondays for a fresh new episode of Uncle, Please Sit. Do you wish you were smarter? Well, so do we. But the next best thing? We could make you sound smarter. And to help you with this endeavor, we are Simplified. A podcast uh, that attempts to break down the complex world around you with a little knowledge, a lot of poor jokes and a ton of random trivia. Episodes out every Monday. On the IVM podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. See ya!